Today with me, I have Daniel Denise, who's a technical designer with a focus on swimwear and specialized knits on top of a design consultant, blogger, and podcast host. What's going on, Danielle? I do it all, baby. How you feeling today? I'm doing good. Fresh off of work. Okay. Here to pod with you. Okay. So let's go ahead and start right into it. Okay. For those who don't know, what exactly is technical design and how is it different from styling? Okay, so technical design in the fashion industry. Well, the biggest difference is stylists will curate a look for their client. Like they pull the pieces, accessories, et cetera, and put a look together for you. A technical designer is constructing the fit of, an, of a garment. So we're kind of like the engineers of the fashion game because we have to worry about the pattern, the little things like threads, buttons, all the trims that are on a garment. And most importantly, we have to make sure it fits your ass, but still looking fly. So. Okay. Okay. I now, that's a good answer. <laughs> yeah, that was a very uh, detailed answer. Cool. How did you get into technical design? Have you always had a love for clothes or what led you to this route? Totally. Um, it's been a long time coming. I was always into fashion. I was that girl. I thought I was going to go to FITM when I graduated high school, but I didn't. I actually ended up at Cal Poly Pomona and they, they had fashion majors. So I did that route and I discovered technical design through an internship. Um, ironically, the internship was for designing, so I thought I wanted to go that route. But then I ended up shadowing a different girl who was a tech designer, and I liked it. I liked it more than design. So I learned that this is the field I wanted to be in. So after I graduated college, I applied for that more than design uh, positions. And you said Cal Poly. Um, mm -hmm. I mean, I went to Cal Poly too, but for the most part, uh, they told me Cal Poly was an engineering school. You know, when I mentioned that, everybody would be screaming at me, it's, it's for engineering, it's for engineering, don't go for anything else. <laughs> so what made you decide to choose Cal Poly for the fashion? Uh, well, to piggyback, you're absolutely right. Everybody I know was going for engineering, agriculture, and some nursing kids. But my granddad was already a professor there, and he actually put me on to the apparel, merchandise, and management majors, which relates to fashion production or fashion retail. And so once he told me that, and he was like, you can get a Bachelor of Science versus an AA, which to me felt more valuable, especially for the, you know, the amount of money you spend for college is no joke. So if I'm going to be in debt, I'm going to be in debt for a bachelor's, not an associate. <laughs> <laughs> but long story short, my granddad put me on. So he gave you some gems. He gave you some nuggets. He did. This he was hard on This me. man had wisdom. <laughs> he did. Even though he was a professor for urban city planning, he was still like, here, this is what you need to do. Kind of gave me the the layout but i started to put the work in so don't think none of it was easy of course that's any field you definitely <laughs> got to put the work in yes so when they come to your place of employment uh, how does a day run when a client comes in and then how do you end the day off with that particular client mm, well being that we don't really have clients this i work for a, a corporation or a business so with that they have their own brands and clothing lines 
and I work on the swim stuff. So basically what I'm doing every day, all day is talking to vendors overseas that mass produce our goods. So China, India, Bali. And then throughout the day, we have um, a model that's hired and she works and basically tries on all the prototypes that we have. This woman's versatile. Yeah. <laughs> And with that information, like, we gather her feedback, and she'll let us know if it's too big, too small, or whatever, and then we build on that. We'll, you know, construct it differently, fix it, just make it fit better all around. And does she give you feedback? Oh, she'll give you feedback. Sometimes too much. Sometimes it's, like, complaining. But you really have to take everything into consideration that this is how a customer will probably fit this if she was in a dressing room, you know? So you want to make sure she feels good and looks good at the same time. That's always the goal. Feel good, look good. I like that. That's the motto. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> that is the motto. And you also get the chance to travel within this industry. Where have you been yeah. and what for? Just let us know, uh, you know, what were some of your favorite places? I did see China. I did see China, so that, I think that might have been a good one. Yeah, that's actually the only one so far. <laughs> um, I'm working on, I actually I put in a proposal. <laughs> I know, right? I put in a proposal to go to Bali, and I'm still waiting. It's pending, so that's next on the list. But China was an eye-opener because China as a country is rough. Like, it's very rural outside of, like, the major cities, which is where our factories were. But then we went to, like, Hong Kong at the end of it. Hong Kong is, like, a whole different thing. It's beautiful. It's a lot of fun. It's Western. But it's great. But as far as the experience in, like, working in these factories, hardcore. I thought I was going to pass out. They don't have toilets. It was holes in the ground. It hey, was humbling. Let me stop you. <laughs> I think you told me before that the toilets were on the floor. I told you, yeah. So what is it? What do you it's just squat? Or? Yes. There's like these things on the ground where you place your feet, but so you're, you're supposed have... to be in full squat, like knees fully bent. You got to have good knees. Good knees, because I don't know how you get up. I don't. <laughs> and it was scary. Like I, You got to do homework just to piss out there. Yeah, no. I honestly <laughs> held it until we got back to the hotel. Okay. It was rough. But, you know, an experience because this is how people live. And what can I say? Either I do it or I don't. Now, how do you get, um, how do how do women get some of the swimwear product online? Um, the ones that you work with. The stuff I work on is predominantly on Revolve.com. Um, otherwise, you can find it in uh, your local Nordstrom, Bloomingdale's. And that's all I know of at the moment. But yeah, mostly online though. Revolve.com carries about every brand that I work on. Are you guys looking to put in more places to make it more reachable? Or at the moment, it's just that's where it's at. I think the bread and butter is online because as you can see, a lot of retail stores aren't even holding their stores together because it's like hard. But online is where it's at. Um, and then like little pop-ups, you know, like how a little store might pop up. That's the most they'll do, but that's it. Any Black Friday sales coming up or mm. we should just mind our business? And I was <laughs> low-key, I am wondering the same thing. I have no idea. Okay. I should ask. You know, for the homegirls or anybody that, you know, that's interested in that, you know, just throwing it out there because, uh, Thanksgiving is tomorrow. Is it tomorrow? It's Thursday. Okay. Thursday. Okay. We, can, we close. <laughs> Thursday and then Black Friday, Friday. So, you know. Do you Black Friday shop? I do Black Friday shop, but it, not the Black Friday shop where I'm 
putting up a tent and waiting all day for a TV. I'm not. I don't take it that serious. Well, you know, but it is real serious. <laughs> it's real serious over here. But yeah. you know, Black Friday starts Thanksgiving afternoon now, like one oh, yeah. p.m. What about Cyber Monday? That's when I usually. Hop That's what into I it. care about because I I need a laptop and I go for particular things on Black Friday. Like I might just buy some yeah. socks. I'm not too extra. <laughs> I'm an unorthodox Black Friday shopper. Everybody going for I the same that. thing. Mm-hmm. I go for something that I've been thinking about for a while. Get that and move on with my life. So you have had some uh, swimwear on some uh, high profile people to me at least. Yes. Um, can you go ahead and mention a few of those names and how did that come about? Well, where do I begin? Um, Drea Michelle. She wears a lot of our swimwear. Um, Meg the Stallion, my fave. Love her to death. Meg the Stallion is popping right now. Yes. She wore this really fly yellow tiger print triangle bikini. She looks so fire. And how did they, how did they go about getting this? Uh, their PR team, like we have our social media slash PR team too, and we just pass them along half the time to these celebrities. So it's it's usually like talked about. It's a whole deal and a setup for them. So that's a good thing for Meg Thee Stallion to get it because I know a lot of women follow her right now. Mm-hmm. That hot girl summer thing, uh, people lost that their minds with that. You know, social media took that and went crazy with that. Yeah. So Meg Thee Stallion, I think that's like one of the most inspiring people at the moment. Yeah, that could, you know, get she's trendy. Product. Yeah, yeah. So totally, that's definitely a good plug. Mm-hmm. Um, is there anybody that you would like to work with that you haven't already? Ooh, work with um anyone famous? <laughs> Straight to the point. <laughs> well, you know, no, that's the thing. <laughs> I'm not even thinking famous because <laughs> somebody famous, somebody famous, somebody with breath. <laughs> Well, here's my thing. Here's my thing. Let me let me detour because my side hustle is um, consulting. So I help brands basically get started on whatever they want to do, plug them up with vendors and et cetera, et cetera. So I like that. And I like people who are trying to get started versus famous people, because here's the problem with fame. People who have fame, they want a lot of control over things they don't understand. Uh, so, <laughs> uh, uh, so you get like this knowledge. <laughs> yeah, because for example, at my company, I don't work with her per se, but we had a Chrissy Teigen clothing line, right? Okay. Chrissy Teigen is known. She's famous. Of famous. course, yeah. She got hella jobs. Yeah, but she's not super knowledgeable in fashion. She knows what she likes. Okay. She knows what you know, what she wants it to look like, but she doesn't understand construction. Mm. So that's where I come in and other tech designers. We help you along constructually to let you know if that's going to work or not. You give her a lecture? Kind of, like in lamest terms and in things that are easily digested, but sometimes celebrities don't care. they just like, I just want it, you know? They don't think it through. They're like, yeah, whatever you're saying, I don't care. I just want what I want. And you have to deal with that ego. They're not trying to compromise. And I don't have time for that. So you don't come in there with your own ego. I mean. It seems like you're really patient with the people that you work with. I feel like I have to be because I work on a team with designers already. We can clash all day because, you know, I'll have my opinion. They have theirs. So at the end of it, you have to compromise because you still have a deadline to make. And it's like, look, we have to get this done. So what do you want to do? 
you we both can't have attitudes. Somebody's got to break it. Is there ever a time where somebody makes you spaz out? It's like if you don't, <laughs> if you don't listen to me, you can get out of my office. You ever, you ever get to that point? I've never spazzed. I've never spazzed. I've Control. had to take breaks. I usually will do a passive aggressive. Okay, and then you know revisit it. Yeah, just like okay, and then proceed on to something else but it's kind of like i put a pin in it and i'll let you know what we'll do with it once i come up with a solution i'm nice. very solution driven so nice. yeah and you definitely have to be that way working in that field now i know we've been talking a lot about fashion is there anything else that uh you think people should know about a uh, technical design or your brand before you know i bring up something else that you are working on technical design is very important um, you don't hear about us. You don't really know who we are or what we do, but just know we're the backbone in the fashion game. Um, we support the pattern makers and we support the designers individually and equally. So I feel like there just needs to be some respect on us, and that's about it. As far as my brand, I don't have my own swimwear brand per se. Do you have a brand that you would want to put out there and you can't just can't talk about? I do want to develop my own clothing hey. line. So. Yes, eventually. It's coming soon. It's coming soon. Woman or just? I do. I want to do both sides. Do and both. I think I want to do activewear too. So TBD, it's coming. I have a name and everything picked out for it. I just have to do it. Okay. So. Now, the brands that are right now, uh, I'm just going to go ahead and uh, name a few. Uh, go for it. Fashion Nova, is there one? Opali? Opali? Is Opali, that? yeah, that's a... <laughs> I've been seeing that one a lot. <laughs> it's an expensive Fashion Nova. I looked at how do, it. How do you feel about those brands? Would you like to work with them? Or how do you how do you feel about them? I mean, if they pay me right, I will Hey, it's go. about the money. It's about the money. <laughs> about she said, money. if you bring the check, I'll work with you. Yes, like, <laughs> let's talk about it. But as far as, like, their aesthetic, it's fast fashion. It's not too creative and i'm not mad because i got some cheap clothing myself and it's okay but for me i look at like couture i look at the upscale stuff designer luxurious brands contemporary brands what, what are some of those brands you think stand the test of time gucci i mean yeah like Things the like big that. brands like that gucci louis fendi Lauf, all of those they are sustaining but it's hard now let me ask you a question mm -hmm. There's, first off, everybody does everything, you know. If you want to start a brand, start a brand. You're going to have, you're going to be, there's a lot of competition. If you want to do stand-up, there's a lot of competition. If yeah. you want to write a book, there's a lot of competition. Mm -hmm. If you want to have a podcast, <laughs> there's a lot of competition. For sure. So what I'm saying is that what about a clothing brand makes it stand forever does it fade away? What do you think those qualities have? This is a serious question because I really want to know. So what makes a brand like stand what, out? What makes a brand where people will never forget and that will always go back to? You know, some of these brands, they come and go. And then there's some brands that are just a staple. And you'd be like, okay, well, we can wear that till we die. Oh, well, so yeah. So what, what do you think those qualities of that brand? Is it, is it simplicity? Is it... They're not doing extra. What is it that makes a clothing brand to you stand? To me, it's about quality. And that's more so because I work in a quality-driven field. So, you know, the feel of the fabric, the textures. Um, I look at details. What kind of buttons are you using and hooking eyes and stuff like that. I, I'm looking at it. So I need to know 
because I want it to last. These clothes aren't cheap. And even if they are cheap, for me, it's quality. So I like anything that feels good, looks good. And that's broad too, but it's like in order for it to attract the customer, you got to know what your customer works wants you have to identify them so if they're trying to get me if they're making stuff that is quality fabric and like they're real intricate with the details for example like the louis vuitton menswear that virgil abloh is doing oh yeah just got back from atlanta the details in the stuff he's been making is phenomenal oh people love him and that's what i like Like, even though it's menswear, I still want it for me. I just seen his little, he had a little thing at the museum in ATL. I was inspired. Oh, did you go? Of course. (laughs) Of course I went. This man had clothes. He had welcome mats, Mm -hmm. anything, toothpicks, whatever whatever you could think of, Virgil's doing. He puts a zip tie on all the shoes. That man does not mess around. He's very detailed. I see why why Kanye loves him. That man loves Virgil, Virgil is making moves. Virgil's creative. So, you know, that's one of the people that I am inspired by. Now, let's mm-hmm. go ahead and switch lanes. Mm-hmm. Uh, you also have a podcast that you've been working on. I do. It's called Girl What? Now, Girl What? Uh, I don't know if there's a focus of it or what What exactly are you doing with this podcast? Uh, what do you want viewers to know about it? And uh, what type of guests are you going to bring on? First of all, thank you for letting me plug my own podcast on your podcast. Of course. But essentially, it's just a podcast about all the social issues we got going on from a 30-year-old's perspective. And my guests won't, they vary. So my last episode, I had my brother on. We'll take like a topic and we'll debate it. So we talk about age, lifestyle, dating. We're talking about all of it. All of it. Money making, funny, all of it. Okay. So it's broad in topics, but it's a lot of fun. It's entertaining. And you should tune in. Perfect. Yeah. Perfect. And say one more time what the podcast is called and where we can uh, tune in on. It's called Girl What with Danielle Denise. And it's on all major platforms, Spotify, Apple, um, Anchor, and like a plethora of other ones. I don't even know. So make sure y'all tune into that as well. Please and thanks. Anything else that you want to plug for Danielle Denise? I do see that um, you did do uh, Voyage LA. They actually hit me too yes. <laughs> from a referral from you, Woo! but but I didn't hop on that yet. But you know, Why? I just didn't hop on yet. You know. Okay, but you will in due time. But I just I, I actually thought about that right now. <laughs> Aww, they said, yeah. uh, they said she referred you. I said, oh, really? I said, oh, yeah. I said, okay. I was like, Freddie does a lot of cool stuff. Oh, you know, you know I'm, trying to, I'm trying to pay my dues, man, you know. But um, can you explain what exactly um, you wanted to get out that voyage, L.A.? Because I know they, they're based off uh, people in L.A. that are trying to, you know, bounce around and make some, you know. Yeah, honestly, Voyage L.A. is just a great platform to show yourself off. Think of it like a portfolio, a resume, Resume, whatever you got going on and you need, you want people to see it or you're trying to get to the next level. Showcase yourself. Talk about yourself. The questions are real basic and easy and not in a bad way, but in a way where you can elaborate how you want to do it. So customize it to your 
beliefs, your whatever you got going on, your attributes, your goals, and talk about it. And then share it on your platform for everyone to see. And it's usually positive feedback. There's actually some people who, <laughs> I don't want to say they're hating on me, but I saw on Twitter some people talking about how everybody has a Voyage LA article now. And let me, let me, <laughs> everybody does everything. Everybody does everything. That's a great way to and look at it. you can think about it, there's a million brands of water, but you still choose what you drink. Ooh, that was a bar. So do what you want to do. I like that, Freddie. I need to write that down. Hey, man, it's the truth. It's the truth, you know. People are always going to say something. Oh, everybody's doing that. Everybody's doing this. Everybody breathes. That's a fact. We're all humans. We all breathe. (laughs) We all still want, and and even if we all want the same thing, the only way to succeed is if you out-hustle the other person. It's all about consistency and hustle. Work hard, and you'll get there. So don't think because the market is saturated. If you want to talk about something, do it. If you need a place to showcase it, Voyage LA is a platform. Hey. All right? Dang, she plugged in, too. Now, you were speaking <laughs> about platforms. Yeah. Uh, go ahead and uh, name all your handles on social media, Instagram, Twitter, your mm. website. I know you have a blog site. Mm-hmm. Just so, uh, you know, anybody interested in a uh, swimmer product or your podcast can uh, get to you. For sure. Um, all of the swimwear I do work on and develop is mostly on revolve.com. My social media handle, my Instagram is Danielle Denise LA. And on there you'll find uh, my girl, what podcast link. I also have a blog called Danielle Denise LA.com where I share recipes um, because I meal prep too. So I'm, I'm pretty cool. And yeah, just lifestyle stuff and all of that. But those are the major platforms. So check me out on IG, um, the blog and revolve.com. Well, Coco, thank you for coming on, or I should say, Danielle, thank you for coming on the show and breaking down a few things about technical design. Make sure y'all follow her on all those social media handles and see what she's got going on. It's real serious. Yeah.